You're tuning in to Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast, and this is your hostess with the mostest, Elisa. And boy, do I have a lot to tell you today. So if you want to know more, let's get this show started. Exactly one week ago on January 22nd, 2020, I went to my very first rock show. I went to see one of my favorite bands perform live. And if you don't know who my favorite band is by now, then maybe you need to tune into the podcast a little bit more. (laughs) Just kidding. So my favorite band of all time for the last two years, Motionless in White. They are currently on tour this month with another band called Beartooth. They're on the Diseased and Disguised tour and... The tour is actually coming to an end this week. My whole experience of attending this show, I mean, words can't even describe from start to finish of what I've seen with my own two eyes and the whole vibe of it all. So I'm going to let you know how my day went before attending the show when I attended the show, and then afterwards. My day pretty much started out with my son leaving in the morning to go to school. Once he was picked up by the school bus and left, I went back home and I started sorting out my makeup and accessories to wear for the night. I already had my outfit planned out the night before, so I didn't have to worry about that. I was a bit confused as to which eyeshadow palette to use or what lipstick to wear because I have so many. And I just went with using the Lime Crime Venus Immortalis palette that was gifted to me a few months ago when it launched. And then about three weeks ago, I made my first purchase with Sugar Pill. I had purchased their new lipsticks that was launched and it's like, this liquid matte lipstick with gold shimmers in it and when I received them I you know I smelled them I swatched lightly one of the colors and it smells like orange sorbet to me it smelled really sweet but I didn't mind it and then I got two other lipsticks one of them was also a liquid lipstick with gold shimmers and the other one was a matte lipstick a regular lipstick So around one o'clock in the afternoon, I ended up starting to do my makeup. And then at two o'clock, I started doing my hair. I had washed my hair that morning and at two o'clock, I started flat ironing it because I let my hair air dry. So once my hair was completely dry, I flat ironed it just to curl in the ends a bit since my hair is cut in layers since November last year. Um, Hair was done, makeup was done. But I was, you know, undecided between the two sugar pill lipsticks I had wanted to use that I purchased. So I put one shade on one part of my mouth and the other on the other side. And I took pictures and sent it to my best friends and asked them which one goes with my eye makeup. And 
One of my best friends says she liked the dark colored lipstick that I had on. She said, you know, she's into dark colored lipstick. So I was like, okay. I felt like the lighter lipstick was a bit too neutral and safe. <laughs> so then I opted with the dark colored lipstick in which the shade name was Dark Sided. And it was a matte lipstick, so it lasted all night. And um, my son gets home from school a little after 3.30 in the afternoon. I ended up leaving from home around 4.30. I took an Uber pool down to the venue, which was Webster Hall. And there was a beautiful sunset. And it wasn't freezing cold when I left from home to go to Webster Hall. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you can see my whole ensemble, what I wore the night of the show. But I arrived at Webster Hall around 545, 15 minutes before the doors were opened at 6. And there was already a long line of people waiting to go in. I get out the Uber, um, there was a security standing on the sidewalk, asked if I was there for the show. I told him yes. He said I had to walk over to the next block to wait online. So I was like, damn. So around the corner from Webster Hall, there's a movie theater. And I noticed parked in front of the movie theater were these tour buses. So I'm looking like this has to be the tour buses for the bands that are performing tonight, Motionless and White and Beartooth. But I didn't know which bus belong to who or whatever the case is so I waited online doors opened at six the line was moving and um I had to show my ticket go through security through the metal detectors they inspected my bag they patted me down and once that was done I went downstairs to coat check to just give them my coat and I stood with my cloak on because I was like I don't want them to lose my motionless white cloak that I purchased last year it was my first time wearing it the night of the show so I didn't want nothing to happen to it and let me tell you, that cloak was a lifesaver. And I'm going to tell you after this brief break. Welcome back. If you're just tuning into the podcast, I was starting the process of talking about my first experience of attending a rock show and seeing my favorite band, Motionless and White, for the very first time in New York City at a venue I have not been to in over a decade, which is Webster Hall. So continuing my story <laughs> of going to Webster Hall. So I went to Kocheck, and then after Kocheck, I went up to the main floor where there was different things going on. So there was a bar, there was seating areas where you could just sit down and talk and have a drink. There was an area where you can take pictures in front of this big banner that says Disease in Disguise Tour with Motionless and White and Beartooth's name on it and the hashtag Disease in Disguise Tour. Then there was different merch stations for each band that was performing that night, which was Beartooth, Motionless and White, and limbs there was also a little area by the merch station where you can play a game and win a prize and that was pretty much it so i noticed that the merch station for Beartooth, there was a few people waiting online to buy stuff limbs there was barely anybody going over there but motionless and white there was a long line of people waiting to buy their merch and best believe i was one of the people who ended up buying merch from the Motionless and White Station. So I ended up purchasing two t-shirts, 
one for myself and one for my son. And then someone gifted me the Jack Skellington motionless white hoodie. So thank you. I love it. <laughs> and once I got the three items, I went upstairs to the ballroom, which is where the show had taken place. So the first thing I said to myself as the day was approaching to go to the show was, oh, make sure you avoid the mosh pit. You don't want to be anywhere near it because I do see videos on the internet and all over social media of how people tend to get hurt if they're anywhere near a mosh, mosh pit. Excuse me, I can't even talk right now. <laughs> mosh pit. So people tend to get hurt whether they're a part of the mosh pit or not even close to it. And somehow, some way, I end up being near the mosh pit. So Limbs was the first band to perform. And... They were all right. I thought they were good. The crowd, you know, was like chilling, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at the crowd like, okay, some people are jamming along to it. There was a little mosh pit developing not far from where I was standing at, probably like three to four feet away from me. And I was pretty much near the exit of the ballroom. So I don't know how I ended up being close to the mosh pit. But then once they finished performing, um, the Motionless and White crew ended up going on stage, setting up. And then I remember Christina Aguilera's song, Genie in a Bottle, was playing. And that was the song playing before Motionless and White came out to perform. As soon as the lights went out and the intro to the sky started playing, the crowd went crazy. And as soon as Chris Motionless started singing, oh no, the crowd was going wild. People were jumping, pushing, and shoving. I'm hold, I'm holding my phone, trying to record a video footage of the performance. And I thought my phone was going to fly out of my hand. And oh my gosh. I thought I was going to fall on the ground too because of the pushing and shoving. But no, I got my balance. I was good. So they put on an amazing show. I was so happy to see them. And like everybody in the crowd was loving it. And I noticed also people were throwing their cups, you know, where everybody was standing. There was an upper level in the ballroom and someone from up top threw their cup down at the crowd on the main floor where the stage was at. And then there was a couple next to me that were, was drinking and I don't know how or who, but somehow a drink spilled on my arm. I was so pissed. I was like, good thing I was wearing my motionless and white cloak because that saved my arm from getting wet. <laughs> so after motionless and white performed, um, Beartooth was next. But getting back into motionless and white, something Chris had said um, on set was that motionless and white has not been to Webster Hall in a decade. And they had shot a music video there for the song Immaculate Misconception, which is a song from their Creatures album. And I mentioned on the podcast that I remember watching the music video and seeing Webster Hall up on top above the stage during the performance scene in the music video. And I'm like, wait a minute, they did this video Webster Hall? Like, it's crazy. But for Chris to say Motionless and White has not been there in a decade... I was like, wow, well, it's the same with me. I haven't been to Webster Hall in over a decade myself. You know, when I went to Webster Hall, when I was 
in my mid-20s, it was a nightclub. You know, back in the MySpace days around that time, I had, you know, interacted with some people from MySpace in the chat rooms and one of them being a DJ that used to invite me out to his gigs. You know, I used to get it for free. When he used to DJ at Webster Hall, he used to tell me like, look, I'm going to be here at Webster Hall, you know, come through. I'll put your name on the guest list. You could bring some friends and have a good time. So I was like, all right, so I'll go to Webster Hall. And there was a performance that one of the times I went, there was a freestyle artist by the name of Shannon. I don't know if anyone's familiar with the song called Let the Music Play. She was performing that night. I was standing on the stage, but on the sidelines watching her performance. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. You know, I, you know, took pictures and video recorded the performance and, you know, I got free drinks that night. I got to meet some other MySpacers and it was fun. You know, I had a good time, but seeing Emotionless and White for the very first time, I was so happy. They put on such an outstanding show. Everyone in the crowd loved them and it was amazing. So they finished their set and then Beartooth was next. So I said, you know what? I want to go upstairs to the upper level because I don't want to deal with the mosh pits. And yeah, during the Motionless and White performance, there was a lot of crowd surfers. So I almost got kicked on the head a couple of times. So before Beartooth came on, I went to the upper level and, you know, I was going to use the restroom real quick and took some pictures. And at some point, a security guard saw me taking selfies and said, hey, can I get a picture with you? And I was like, okay, sure, why not? So I took a picture with a security guard. And this specific security guard, um, somehow, some way, he led me into the VIP section of the upper level. And I was watching Beartooth's performance in the VIP section. So I was like, wow. And Beartooth's performance was awesome, too. I was like, damn, they're really good. I mean, I looked at, I looked at the crowd down below. I was like, damn, I can't believe I was down there. The mosh pit for Beartooth was crazy. I mean, I've never seen anything like it, but seeing from a different angle from being on the upper level, I was like, God damn, that's wild. You know, I took video footage of that that I posted on Instagram. Holy shit. I've never seen anything like that in person. It was crazy, man. But I ended up leaving Webster Hall during the middle of Beartooth's performance. So... I ended up going down to the main floor just to hang out for a bit and then took some pictures. I got interviewed briefly about the show and then um, I ended up leaving Webster Hall and then I said, you know what? I want to wait right here by the buses. I want to meet Mochilissa White. And I noticed the first bus parked in front of the movie theater around the corner for Webster Hall. I noticed two guys getting out of the bus one of them had on a motionless and white crew jacket. And I recognized the guy because he was in the video updates that Ricky Olsen, one of the guitar players for motionless and white posts on his YouTube page. So he looked at me, I looked at him, but you know, we didn't say nothing to each other, but I knew him. Like I recognized his face and I said, that's motionless and white's bus. So I'm like, just wanting to wait to meet Motionless and White, but I figured, you know what? It's getting late. It's freezing outside. And there was like a couple of people scattered on the street, you know, possibly waiting to meet Motionless and White or Beartooth or whoever. And um, yeah, I ended up taking an Uber back home. <laughs> I was freezing my ass waiting outside. And I was literally standing right by 
the entrance to this tour bus. The screens were down and everything, so you couldn't see what was going on in the bus. But I knew that had to be the bus for Motionless and White. So if I would have had the chance to meet them, I would have been happy, especially meeting Chris because he's one of my favorite members. And of course, I had my nails done in honor of him and Motionless and White. Um, I have the picture posted of my nails on Instagram. And you know what's funny? Um, you know, I had my nails done two days before the show. And the nail tech who did my nails, she ended up sharing my picture on her Instagram page. And then I noticed who liked the picture of my nails on her page. The Motionless in White Instagram account, you know, at MIW Band, they liked my nails. I don't know who's responsible for their Instagram page, but whoever it was that liked my nails, thank you. I wish they would have liked the picture on my page because I'm the one who had taken the picture of my nails. It's my nails, you know what I'm saying? But for them to like my nails anyway, all thanks to the nail technician who shared my picture on her page, I appreciate it. And then, you know, I noticed there was some comments left on the nail text um, post with my nails from like people who said they like motionless and white. And one of those people actually reached out to me on Instagram and mentioned, you know, he's from the Bronx and, you know, he has a kid and he has a girlfriend and he was supposed to go to the show that night with some friends, but it never happened. So he kind of regrets not going. And then um, that was it. So it was crazy, but I had a lot of fun going to the show. I mean, it was totally worth it. It was worth waiting for. And I do hope Motionless of White does come back to New York City again if they're planning another tour sometime in the future. Um, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I was so happy to see all the members, especially Chris, my favorite. <laughs> um, the guys looked great. They sounded great. The energy was awesome. So... I know this tour is coming to an end soon and man, these guys work nonstop. They've been going on tour like crazy since I've become a fan two years ago, just seeing them just travel around the world and performing so much. I mean, they must love their job, right? So yeah, that pretty much sums up my first experience of attending a rock show for the very first time ever in my life. Would I go to another rock show? Yeah, if it's a band that I like, most definitely. If it's Motionless and White, oh, without a doubt, they're coming back to New York City, no questions asked, I'm in there. <laughs> but I think the next time around, I wanna get VIP tickets because I wanna be able to meet them face-to-face, -face, interact with them, have my pictures taken with them, and enjoy the show. Because I've spoken to some people on Instagram who have done the VIP meeting Motionless and White and attended their shows and had said that the guys are really nice and very chill, very down to earth and sweet and they're cool with people. So let's see what happens in the future with Motionless and White. So if you want to see footage, pictures of my experience at the Diseased and Disguised Tour at Webster Hall. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at sweettalk underscore Elisa. That's S-W-E-E-T 
T-A-L-K underscore A-L-I-Z-A. You can also follow me on Twitter under the same handle at Sweet Talk underscore Alisa. But Instagram is where it's at. That's where I have all the footage, videos, pictures of the Disease in Disguise tour at Webster Hall. I hope you all got to enjoy my story of my experience attending the show. It was a lot of fun. And I hope that you all have a wonderful evening. So feel free to keep in touch. If you have the Anchor app, you guys can call in and leave a message. Feel free to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. DM me if you want to say hi or ask any questions for me to answer on the podcast. Or if I go on Instagram Live. Much love and blessings to you all always. Until next time.